Welcome to this week's edition of Winging It with Payne and Rico. Our special guest this week, an old friend of mine from our school days, is Duncan Atkinson. Welcome, Dunk. Hi, Dave. Sorry, mate. Yeah, nice to see you, Dunk. And he's come all the way from... I'm not going to call it again. <laughs> uh, from Kent. <laughs> so you made a real effort, Dunk. No, I, 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 I said to Rico the other week when we bumped into each other, I, I sort of listened to it from afar in, in uh, always end up with a Bristolian accent after after I've listened to it and, and the kids think it's hilarious. So uh, thanks for having me. I, I, I think it's a really, really good show. Good. So where did it all begin, Kent? I think I well, know, but... Yeah, I, I'm, for me, um, I'm an Irish boy, uh, like South Dave. Um, so my dad used to manage High Ridge uh, back in the 60s. Um, and it was good football then, in, in my opinion. You know, there weren't the leagues that, that there are now. So they were in the, the top division of Bristol District. That's a, in... in I think in those days when there went the World War TV of, of, of oh, football, there's there, no football, was there? You go and watch that in in it be uh, you know they were your heroes almost in in watch match of the day once a week, but it's your heroes that you you watch. I, on the I still remember watching because obviously yeah. you know yeah, before we started, my dad yeah. played and your dad would knock on yeah. the door and ask my dad to play. Yeah. And it's, it's weird. I used to go over that field, literally yeah. a goal kick away from our house, and watched. Uh, the players, like you said, I used yeah. to know their names. I yeah, still yeah. remember them. I, now, I, you know? I, I, I was racking yeah. my brains, and, and obviously your dad played Dave Crook. Yeah, he, Dave he Crook, Daniel good player. Street, yeah, uh, was a great player. Left yeah. half, but as they were then. In um, yeah, so watch that, and then halftime you'd have, have a kick back in the nets and whatever. Yeah. There, there weren't any organised football for yourselves, but as you know, you get over over the playing field when you were seven, eight, nine, and start playing in, and I think. That's what kids miss nowadays with, with academies, and that is sort of the toughening up of playing against kids three, four years old. And I mean, you've got to have a touch or a bit of speed or something to. Well, to we, get you out we of used it. to play with a field, though, maybe 15, 20 aside, yes, wouldn't yeah, we? Yeah. <laughs> and when you, when you were six, seven, you'd have to wait for somebody yeah. to go to Sunday lunch, get called in by their mum. Yeah. To, to allow you to get get on the yeah. pitch and, and show what you're about, and if you weren't any good, like it was me, you, AZ, probably yeah. I was second division, you and AZ were, were <laughs> top division. In uh, yeah, so so it's good. And from there, um, you know, there wasn't any organised football for kids really until under yeah. eleven. So um, played for the school sort of a couple of years under. I was at Cheddar Grove, um, and used to play with PAs down, down the park, um, but didn't sort of Is go to school. Sort of like Bikers Grove, Cheddar Grove, Cheddar Grove. Yeah, yeah, sort of. Yeah, yeah. Bobby yeah. Dine, Bobby Dine. Yeah, but you again, you you've mentioned Peter, but you had some good players at that school, didn't you? Um, yeah, I, I, Cheddar Grove, no. Uh, when, when we went to Bemps Down, so I went to Bemps Down, and, and you obviously get all the sort of local schools congregating to go to the, and we had uh, Pete, who, who probably under 11s was as good as anybody, and yeah. Mike Barrett, I'd say, yeah. uh, were two best players under 11, although Jeff Sherwood would probably. Uh, <laughs> probably uh, <laughs> Argue that, but they. Yeah, but you're talking about two footballers in an athlete. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. an athlete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. possibly. Yeah, Jeff, Jeff's an Jeff's athlete. An athlete yeah. yeah, but but kids. Barra yeah. and Easy are, yeah. are footballers. And, yeah. and I think also kids like you, like yeah. when you were a kid, you you were like Tiny, that. Yeah. You? In yeah. you know, you you'd sort of had growth spurts, and somebody's good at under thirteen, but not so good at under fourteen. But I remember like Cheddar Grove just going back because I was a year or so younger than you, mm. but. You, Remember Tony Clark? Yeah, Saint yeah. Rath, Nigel Britton. Yeah. Dapper, Dapper Davis. Dapper Davis, yeah. Yeah. When I was a kid, like you said, you look up to who's just above yeah. you, and they were tough, good players, yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean? Well, I think that was, um, and we'll get on to it as we go further on, but I, I think 
back those days, most of the good footballers, not only in Bristol but in, in and still in other places, came from the council estates yeah. and big big sits and big towns because yeah. you know you, you even to play over the park, you you had to be able to put your foot in and look after yourself. Yeah. Um. And have a trick or two to make sure you didn't get get a kick in every week. So, uh, yeah. So and then obviously we had the. The British Legion. That was our first proper yeah, team. That, that, that was my first proper team. Uh, and what I can remember about and it. And who's running that then? Um, Still your dad or not? No, no, no. no. He, he, he was so High Ridge. My dad ran oh, the men's right. team at High Ridge. Yeah. And, uh, I, think, so I think my dad started. Your dad, Jack, your dad was my uncle Dennis. Guy, Dennis. Yeah, Dennis. Dennis. Yeah. I got, yeah. I got to mention this. So when we were at Bath, his dad's name is obviously Derek, and, but we always called him Del Boy. Yeah. Now I didn't know Del Boy was a player. Yeah, he was our dad. Oh, he's a good player. Yeah. yeah, very, very good yeah. player. Yeah. I know we're a lot around that area. Yeah, but he, yeah, good player. Yeah, uh, fair um, But anyway, so probably where where Dave, I know, I, I, again, I've, I've sort of read the the Greenham with your columns, yeah. and you threatened to sort of tell me how ugly I am in that. Area. <laughs> but, um, but I've read that in your humour and that. But if you remember, you and I did a Christmas show. Can you remember that? Doing that when we were about eight or nine or ten. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. In, in, uh, where, where, you know, a bit of Fred, Freddie Starr and stuff yeah. like that. And uh, <laughs> Harry Carpenter and yeah. all that. And so, uh, yeah, so we go back a bit. Um, and, then, and then, yeah, so British Legion, I think we're in Bristol Junior League, were Bristol we? Bristol Junior League. They start, it was obviously the, mm. your dad's drunk in this yeah. club, yeah. it's social club, British yeah. Legion, yeah. and they formed, decided to form a yeah. football team. So we had some good players. Yeah, we, in, in, yeah, we oh, yeah. I mean, the players like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we, the thing is, that football yeah. club, I expect people listening, they remember yeah. a lot of players from it. Yeah. I mean, I went on to play with people like Roy Jings, yeah. who played, you know? Um, you well, um, yeah, I mentioned. Yeah, uh, I remember yeah, a lot, yeah. lot of yeah. good players at that Mike time. Shopland. Mike Shopland. Who became a. Uh, whenever I saw him in, in his adult life, I, I thought he was uh, a tracksuit model because he always had a tracksuit yeah. on inside <laughs> the pitch, you know? He never played. Yeah. He just had a tracksuit on. But um, yeah, so that that was good, playing for the British Legion. And then when, when I went in senior school, um, so in, in our form group, we had me, just in our class, we had me. PA's first day of school, me PA's and Steve Quantic. Yeah. Um, Steve Quantic, who, who was Pete's brother-in-law, who sadly died uh, last year, but he he was prob he was captain of Bristol Boys under eleven. Uh, hard as nails, yeah. right back, uh, up and down. And he, but unfortunately, when he was twelve, you bend me down school. You, well, all school halls then would have had the the gymnastic apparatus hanging on yeah. the wall, the bars and that. And we were playing five-side football, and he, he kicked it and done his metatarsal before there was a metatarsal. Didn't mm -hmm. play for twelve months. They didn't know what was wrong. They, oh, just a broken foot, so he couldn't play. Mm -hmm. um, so he, he he sort of fell fell by the wayside. So played for the school and that, but never got back. Yeah. Bristol boys and played Is outside. That Mary's brother. Yeah, yeah, Mary's brother. Yeah, yeah. but great, great, great guy. Great guy. Um, so um, yeah, so we had a good school team. Woodcock Shield. We got to the final. Got robbed by Artcliffe. Um, <laughs> Artcliffe robbing people. <laughs> no, literally. But, and, and, and the reason I say that, and they won't like me for saying this, so that that because they had Paul Stevens, England schoolboy, the guy who ran the Artcliffe school team was on the the Bristol schools. So I think he ran the team, didn't he? Um, and they had Steve Jasper. PA yeah. scored two goals that, that day. I mean, it was unbelievable that day. 
I mean, he scored two goals, top left hand corner, top right hand corner for about 30 yards, and they both given offside for the left wing. <laughs> you're, not, you're not bitter, are you? No, not bitter at all. What's that 50 years <laughs> ago? <laughs> so, no, but he deserved it. And, and, and as Pete walked off then, because as I say, under 11, he was brilliant. 12 13 stayed the same night in. in mm didn't really get picked up by anybody then 14-15 Leeds were after him and loads of teams after him and uh, as he came off Alan Dick sort of called him in and he was in and right you're with us now you can come down here and I can always remember going down with him and um, what thing? carry his boots but, <laughs> if you're sharp I'll turn it, there's no need to be rude so I come all the way with bloody camp for this so where he come from uh, I can get a few sound <laughs> But um, we, we, we were down there and there were three three guys, three apprentices sweeping the, the, the east end. And uh, Martin Wimsers, remember, was it Wimsers? Ken. Some, Ken Wimsers was, was uh, the youth team coach at that time. And he said, look at those three lads there. He, he, said, uh, he said, you've got Kevin Mabbott, England schoolboy, blah, blah, blah. I think it was the second year, he was a second year apprentice at the time. He said, you've got Sean Penny, the England schoolboy, record scorer, first year. He said, in, uh, he said, the guy, he said, you know the guy on the left? No. He said, that's Mickey Simmons. Remember him? Yeah, yeah. Mickey. And he said, Mickey Simmons, he said, he's got more talent than those two put together. He said, but Mabbit is the one that will really make it because he's got dedication. And the thing, I think, I was more a social footballer, even though I played sort of, half decent standard I was more a social footballer until I got an age where I thought I'd better sort of make an effort now um, because I'd always played you know I went to school and I had two players that were better than me in my class do you, do you know what I mean so all I, I was sort of uh, almost the, the, the person that, that allowed them to play mm. if that made sense in, in you know I, I was intelligent and I, well, I'm never going to do what Pete can do so I'll win the ball and give it to him, or I'll play. I'll play in that position. Like when we played Withy the Wood, and they had Roy Jones and Andy Mathias up front. I played centre back with Tony Clark because I knew we were quick enough to deal yeah. with them. So I, yeah. yeah. So anyway, I, I digress. So um, so at that time, I, I went to uh, from the Legion, I the boys club. Uh, so Bentstown Boys Club, renowned for for I think around the area. Um, so you had kids coming from Withywood in Irish in Bempstang. Uh, not only for the sport, but I think it was just something you, you could get off the street and, and it was structured. Did you go there, Dave? Yeah. Structured. They had a rifle range, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Club. All sorts of things. <laughs> so all the robbers went up. Didn't they? <laughs> but you, yeah, I, I, they were great times. Um, the thing that happened to me was when I got to 13, my dad died like that. Um, so I got home from school on a Friday afternoon my mum and dad had been away with some friends uh, down the Torquay and he died of heart attack bang like that and I know you had it with John Guido because his dad, dad yeah. died when he was quite young and, and you I think there isn't enough support now but there was none then no, no. so you, you get home your mum's crying you get told your sister's crying and then all of a sudden you're the man in the house at 13 and you've got, got a crack on with it and I would say at that point, from 13, probably through to about 16, 17, and you probably agree, I wasn't a very nice person. You, you know, I had a chip on my shoulder, the world was against me, misbehaved at school, I, I, you know, I, I, I 
sort of ruined a few friendships and relationships and stuff like that, only because I, I think um, you, you, you don't want to become attached to things because you, of what you've lost, if that makes sense. So um, when, when we got 16 in, in boys club finishes, in you're, you're sort of out in, in play football, like all the lads like Roy Jones and Andy Mathias in, in the Bemley Down boys all went and played for Aiden St Phillips. Um, Paul Thompson, uh, who you would have played with yeah, in uh, know, Robinson's, yeah. Chris Bisp, yeah, Chris Bisp. So they had a real good team, but they didn't want me because I was an asshole. In fairness, yeah. I, I, I didn't really notice that day. I yeah. just thought he was cocky. And I used to laugh at how cocky, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. But I can remember, I, mean, yeah. I, I mentioned the story at the British League. Gary, Gary Gribble. <laughs> <laughs> but, <Sorry. laughs> but we were, uh, um, we played together in, uh, you know, the Bemish, uh, not Bemish Lane, the British Legion, mm. and we had this bloke pictures on again. He's older than us, he got a car. He was running the team, Andy Corrick or Bob oh, Scott. He's one of the others, and we were in the car. And we're, we're, going been, game. we're going to a game, and he's gone around the corner, he's around the local roads, he's gone around the corner in the car, and Douglas fell out of the car in the front seat. There was no there's no seat belt. So he's bounced across the road yeah. on his ass. And I can what? still remember him getting up and he's calling Andy or Bob. <laughs> it was like Andy Corrick or Bob Scott. I hope they'd listen. Because they gotta be in their seventies now, but he bounced across the road and he's got up, and I still got the vision have you all in your ass jumping up and down <laughs> screaming and swearing and he's about 13 or 14 yeah. screaming oh, all these obscenities at him like, and like we're in the back I know it was 12 13 you must have opened the door no no, no, no he's it's really a fancy door but yeah. you didn't have to wear a seatbelt so, so, so one minute we're having the conversation there's probably four lads <laughs> in the back and me sat in the front and he's driving and we're going down um, Manor was it Manor Road we turned yeah. in Manor Road yeah. Manor Road where, where the, the leisure is and as he turned the doors opened of course, if you, I'm flying out, but I try and grab it. So I grab hold of the door, the, the door handle on the inside. So he's pulled me along for about 10 yards, yeah. and we're still having yeah. the, he's still having the conversation. conversation. But he's like the damn buster has been across the road, wasn't it? He's a bouncer like that. Like, you are crying, but you know, and he's screaming, he got, he's got all the it's gone through my jeans, yeah. it's, got, you know, it's just uh, gone right through. But, um, and yeah. he's still out of play. I did, did, yeah. I put art clip. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, thanks for that. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So um, yeah, so I went and played for Robs for a little bit in Arptree and just just anywhere I could get. And how old were you now? Sixteen. Sixteen. Um, and then I I saw a couple men's of, football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, men's. Yeah, men's football. So that would be Somerset. Yeah. League but the thing is, again, we left school, didn't we? Fifteen, mm. sixteen. So you were a man then, weren't you? You, yeah. you got a job, you played men's football, yeah. didn't you? So you went in the end of eighteen flood league yeah. or anything like that. You went straight in. Yeah. Well, you had to, yeah. yeah. There was nothing else to play in unless you'd gone to a professional club and you were an apprentice or something like that. You, yeah, you just wouldn't you team football, no. there, I don't think. Um, and you, as you say, you'd left school and you just go on with it. So I, eventually I went back to Aim St Phillips and we, we had a good couple of years um, there. But probably my grounding at that point was uh, when I went to Aim St Phillips, there was a guy called uh, Ernie James, who's sadly no, no longer with us, but he played for Bristol City back in the, the 30s, 40s, 50s, or 40s and 50s. And um, he was the chairman of Aim St Phillips, and he said, Right, I'll, you must have seen something in me, in me, because it's 16, I'm playing with Rich Crowley actually. Um, I picked uh, Robin Hood. On on yeah. Sunday, we had Richard. So, you know, that so we're, we're we're playing sort of top division Sunday league, which, which at that time it was all non-contract football, apart oh. from your Bab City in, in your mind, Ed. 
Um, so, you know, we were playing with the likes of John Rogers, Pete and Paul Crowley. Um, and, and it was real and good that's football. Sunday football. Yeah. Sunday football. I mean, you came into yeah. it a bit later with yeah. Sarton. Yeah. Uh, in, in, it, it was proper football. Yeah. Um, and and that, that probably for me was it. And, and also sort of listening in the changing room or if you went away on an FA Sunday Cup game, you, you'd be on a coach and listen to, oh, I played Gloucester yesterday, I, you know, I, I did this. And it give you a few tips, a bit like you grinding you at it, Bath City, I think. So... Um, so I did that. Then, then they disbanded. <laughs> um, but I think that's well, that more. Merry Men. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I think it's more about the pub because we saw yeah. uh, Gloucester Road um, did in the team. So I then went to Ollis Transport, which uh, had the likes of Bob Parrott, Phil Brake. Um, Was Ollie in goal, Richard? Or Richard Ollis in goal. Um, who else do we have? Uh, Andy Andy Diamond, yeah, what yeah. player he was. It's all the players what that Charlie mentioned this, yeah. Um, I think Andy Diamond at Yeovil. Yeah, he, 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 yeah, he was, yeah, yeah. Come to yeah. Him Good and Dave player. Spencer. And Dave Spencer, who's sadly no longer with us. But um, yeah, so it, it we had, you know, it's proper, proper football that, and, and it's probably better than the, the Saturday football I was playing in. in, in then I played in the Kingston Sixes for, I think it's for Ollis Transport, and. Um, I'd have been 18, I think, um, and I came off a pitch of the game, and um, it's uh, oh, this name. Yeah, his name. Well, you're talking about players there. They've done. They're probably a decade older, aren't they? People. Oh. Like your yeah. Bob Perrett, you yeah. say, probably Mockridge, Gary Mockridge. Gary Mockridge was there. They're all that yeah. bit older. Chris Curator. Yeah. So they're um, they're giving yeah. you that. Benefit, in, yeah. in, and also, it, it, you know, if, if, if you stepped out of line, they tell yeah. you as well. Yeah, in, in, um, yeah it's real, real good times. And then um, I got tapped up then by uh, Portway Bristol, uh, Sir Bobby George. Um, as I was coming off the pitch, it, it uh, came some sixes. He tapped me on the shoulder, I had a chat. Uh, you fancy coming to Portway Bristol? Uh, Harold Jarman had just gone to the Rovers job. Uh, from Portway, Bristol. Um, <laughs> strange, in, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, in, in, um, said, yeah. They had a good team there that time, didn't they? Uh, Portway. 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 Yeah. I thought you meant But But again, it, it, it arcing back in, it, you know, I, and I, I always remember a guy called Bon Bonnie Phillips. I don't know if you know him. Bonnie at Briz. From, from Briz. Yeah. In, in, yeah, but yeah. he used to run Ollis Transport. And that, as you came off the pitch, every Sunday, because he was a good player, Bonnie Phillips, back in the day. Which would have been the the fifties and sixties, and moon, and you win seven 0 Yeah, but you're not as good as off. Yeah, I never ever. Do you know him? Yeah, funny, good character, again, yeah, you know, yeah, character, yeah, but yeah, yeah. he's never good enough. Yeah, you know, he's yeah, been exactly, five 0 exactly, he's exactly, been seven. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit, shit, the day. <laughs> not, not as good as me. And, and you just won a big game or something. And um, and I always swore, well, never. Ne you can't really compare. You, know, you can't compare. That time with this time, kind of the rules yeah. are different, the interpretation's different, and the coaching's different, and everything else. So, um, but he said, Oh, come to Portway, Bristol. Uh, I need I'm looking for a defensive midfield player, um, blah blah blah. And I, I know when you had Sam Stride and Kelvin Granger on, they spoke about, uh, and but Bobby George is brilliant, absolutely. You know, in two, but we I turned up, and you know, I was used to going. Down yesterday's on a Friday night, 
turn up Saturday and, and playing football, you know, because I was only playing in the, the Premier Com or whatever it was, and, and all of a sudden you you got he's got nuts, he's got honey before you know I, for half time I thought well, what's going on here and, and you know the training was unbelievable in in terms of you know what he put you through in in, in pre season I, and and I turn up for the first game of the season I always remember it Portland Rovers away and uh, they had Steve young Steve Fay in goal and um, defensive midfield bang 25 yard top corner and we drew one all. Second game, Mangotsfield at home. Corner, bang. Two and two, I got now. Third game, I got three and three, and I'm a defensive field player. And he, he all, all the Bobby George says uh, in training says, uh, I'm just, just going to sort of push you forward a little bit here. So then I'm playing a sort of number 10 role be, be, behind the main striker. In, in, um, but I ended up with 21 goals. Um, and po- probably 10 of the, the 42 games we played, I, I played right back, I played alongside the centre half, defensive midfield, I, what, striker, I played a couple of games, and I, I think, and we'll come on to clan down in a minute, but probably one, one of my, one of the things that held me back was my versatility, that I, I, because I'd done it in school for, for Pete and Steve, and, and, and was always prepared to sort of, Play the, the, yeah. the second fiddle to them. I, I was quite happy to do that for the team rather than it being about me. Um, so anyway, we had some great times. We and we finished sixth in, in Portway Bristol with, yeah. with with the budget we had, but we had a load of lads from from Henbury and Lawrence. Lawrence. Did that change your thinking? Henbury. It don't when you see how seriously took it for going out on a Friday night. Did you think well, you'd I, 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 so, down? so we we had Falmouth away because they they were still in the league then back to seventy eight seventy nine. You'd played their zone in it. Lovely statement, a massive stand up. So I'd gone down to yesterday's on a Friday night. I thought I'd, 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 I'd only have a couple of shandies, ended up getting slaughtered. I turned up at 7 o'clock at Portway Bristol Club to get the minibus down to Falmouth because they couldn't afford to stay overnight. And I'm still pissed, I'm still drunk. In, in He's doing his nut, Georgie, but he's only got, you're only like one sub then, so there's 12 of us, so I've either got a player or I've got, you know, I'm going to be sub. So he, eventually they sobered me up and I, I'm all right, I'm playing. Won one nil, I got I got the winner. <laughs> so, he can, you know, you can't really say a lot on the way back. So, uh, and I had a blinder, because you got to, if, you're in, you know, if you turn up a little bit, you've got, you got to have a good game, out. But I always remember a guy called Ginger Cummings, who, who, who he, so... Harold had taken the. Who was the guy who went from Portway Bristol as a physio to the Rovers with Harold Jarman? Doesn't matter. But, <laughs> but we ended up with Ginger Cummings, it is our physio. Yeah. And the change of rooms at Falmouth are at the top of the stand, yeah. the main stand, and you've got to come bang all these bloody steps with your studs on down to the pitch. And it's quite a big stand, wouldn't it? Um, and he's. Comes out with his bucket, because you had your bucket in, in, in sponge. <laughs> First step, he's gone like that, and he's gone, bang. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, down the bottom. Ended up having to call a bloody ambulance to take <laughs> the train the physio. <laughs> so, uh, oh, no. It went Roy Dolan or Kendall. No, Ken- no, no, no. Something Lions, I reckon. Not Lions or something. I wouldn't have thought Can't it lasted long because all he had was a sponge. Oh, uh, right. So he went to Rovers. <laughs> <laughs> but he did. He went with Harold to, to Rovers. Uh, it was brilliant. Um, so, yeah, so 
had, had a couple of seasons at Portway Bristol and then um, Steve Coles. I bumped into Steve Coles, oh, can you come and play at Clandang? And you'd left, I think it was probably your first season at, uh, at Bath, in, in, but met your mum and your dad. And, um, and I think your, your mum immediately, because I was from my origin of, you know, I'm from, Morings from, from Noel West, it, there was an immediate affinity, but yeah. even more so, the first game we played, played Western Supermare at home, and, um, I, and you'd, you'd, played with, you'd played against him, uh, David Craig, from yeah. Western, sent play with us. Played for Yeovil, didn't he? Played for us at Bath. Did he? Yeah, Ginge. So I, 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 I've gone on the half tour. Put it at the airport. And <laughs> hadn't got used to the pitch at Clandangs, where you need one one leg shorter than the other. At the <laughs> so, so I, I've slipped, and he, he's kicked me. He's gone to clear the ball, caught me in the jaw, broke my jaw, twelve stitches, and knocked two teeth out. Could have your looks out, then. <laughs> it's because I didn't have <laughs> before you said. But so Matt Cooper comes on yeah. the sponge band in, in. He doesn't know what to do, you know. That's no. too you win, so, so I said, but I carried on. Oh, I, 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 you know, we, we did, didn't yeah. we? If you're from Irish, you don't you know <laughs> You get up and you carry on. So. I carry on, and, and eventually I'm, I'm, I'm swallowing so much blood, I'm sick, and I've got to come off after about 75 minutes. This happened first half. But, so I got taken to the hospital and fractured jaw and all that, stitches and everything. And, um, but I think you, immediately the supporters like you because you've shown a bit of yeah, grit, sort of grit yeah. in, in belly. So, um, so I had a couple of great years. Yeah, I, on the forward line we had when we started, and you'd probably played with them. So we had Colin... Goodly. Mike Brimble on the right, and then we had Bernie Williams, yeah. what player he was. Yeah. And then we had Terry Woodward, remember him? I didn't know him, do you know him? Um, played with Cheesley a lot up, up uh, at Odd uh, yeah, Bank. Yeah. Good player. Yeah. Well, I think he played for Western as well, or something like that, when, when they were a good team. But So we had that as a forward line, and then I, I used to play midfield with Clive Aaron. But again, if somebody was injured or suspended and I probably every time you Who's came up like Terry Gillard or Steve Coles? Steve Coles yeah. that first season right um, but at any time anybody got injured oh can you, can you drop him right back can you can you go and mm. sort of dr- play a number 10 can you go and, um, but Bernie Williams what a player well, they've had a few mentions though haven't they Bernie Williams yeah. and Gautley but then and, and I, li- I listened to your um, podcast with Pete Brimble yeah. who, who I know hasn't been very well in, in what have you but I got I put, I, he came up and played for the reserves. Him, him and Nigel played for the reserves. Then Nigel broke in the first two bit, and then Mike left and retired. Or he, he moved away, didn't he, at that time? And Pete went down to Clevedon. And uh, but I, so I played with all the Brimbles, all, and I wouldn't put Pete in the top three Brimbles that I played with. <laughs> what well, Paul? Yeah. <laughs> so, sorry, Pete, if you're listening, but you wouldn't you you be in the top three. Um, There's me too. But he talked, a, he talked a great game, did Pete? You couldn't shut him up. I, I, Pete, Pete was, uh, I, as I say, we were down at Cleveland together, and, and he had added, I think he worked for Mike, didn't he? Sort of uh, alarms. Alarms, yes. And um, he used to drive his brand new BMW from Cleveland yeah. down to the Porthouse and we'd always as we were arriving we'd always have sexual healing by, by Marvin Gale <laughs> just to get us in the mood to go in the club um, yeah good good days but Clandang for me were, were, 
I played with played for a few clubs down down in that area, the Midsummer Norton sort of area in, in you know, the the proper people in, in yeah. real real honest, hard working. Uh yeah, couldn't do enough if if you if you didn't I think a few people from Bristol went down to play for those clubs in thought they were above the people that they were playing with, but I think if you sort of embraced it, and I, you know, I'd turn it, I'd go and play for Plan Bang, and you know, I'd, I'd, I'd get them on Sunday afternoon. You know, <laughs> so, you know, there'd be late drink here, and you're you know, too drunk to drive and stuff, you know, somebody would put you up and, and, and do absolutely great times, and then you'd, you'd get Colsey going away, and you'd have his anky on his head, and you'd have a sing-song, and, and, so yeah. Good Re- days. I, I, yeah, it's, it's not so much the football you remember, it's the, it's yeah. the people you play with in, yeah, in, in countless sort of, times. Yeah, the memories in, in yeah. I am being sponsored tonight, so if Tony says camaraderie, it's all, I get thanks. So. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. <laughs> so, um, and, and then, as I say, the, the, I thought that, because you'd played in that, you'd finished fourth and we'd finished fourth, which for a club of that size, when you think you had your Western, uh, I think the only, only proper team that wasn't in it then was Taunton Town. They were in the Southern League and obviously Bath and Yeovil, but you had Western, you had Bridgewater, you, you had yeah. Falmouth, you had Salt Ash, you, you had Biddeford, Bards, Boswell. It's a proper league then. That was I a thought. tough place to go to, Clandang, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. I've mentioned before. Yeah. You know, you, it's yeah, you your had, home ground. You, 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 yeah, you had to be on it to it's, win It's like it, you yeah. said, you knew how yeah. to play it and stuff. Yeah. You know, and I mean, at higher levels, it was like Yeovil, wasn't it? They knew how to play their yeah. pitch at the time. Yeah. And it was a, a definite advantage yeah. going there. But real good people, real, yeah. real, real good members. And, and then Colsey left the end of that year. I think Kate, Kate wasn't too well at the time, his wife. Um, and he ended up taking over Yeovil, which was probably a step too far for him at that time. Uh, but in the meantime, Paul, I, I mean, I've, sorry, I forgot to mention when, when I was at Portway, Bristol, um, it's first time I met Mike Richardson. Um, so he, he came up from Manor Farm and joined in, it started going out together and what have you, and been friends ever since. Um, but Marcy McLaughlin, Paul McLaughlin's brother, used to play centre forward up, up at uh, Portway, Bristol. He's in and out of the team, but real, real nice lad. In um, he's, he's had a few problems over the years, well, a lot of problems over the years. Um, but Paul sort of used to come and watch in. I knew he was a good player because I'd, I'd seen him play. Um, and I got him down for the floodlit team for Clandang. So Matt Cooper ran that. So I, I got Steve Yates down there, Sean Bond, and Paul McLaughlin. All of a sudden, he's got a, got decent yeah, with the local lads as well. So he, he had a good side in, in Matt did well with that team. And then Paul followed Colsey to, to Yeovil and then ended up in New Zealand and then came back in, sort of playing league football, didn't he? So he, he had a good career in the end. Um, so I could all spot a player. I always thought you were a player, Dave. Thanks, Dave. Um, yeah, so clan down, and you, Ricker. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I, no, I'm not going to be after four. <laughs> I, I, said, I said at the start, start that you know, I always admired players that got the best out of what they got. Mm. You know, go, go back to that Ken Wimser sort yeah. of uh, talking in. Um, well, you, I, I think Simo's been mentioned earlier before, but he had some ability. Oh, you? You know, crazy. And, yeah, and I seen him a few years ago in. I can't remember. I, was, I think I was with Paul Emmons or Jeffies, and, and they knew him as well. And they said, mm. "Poor player." Yeah. And they, they played it, the schoolboy that way yeah. for it. But you, know, you said it's that desire, I yeah. suppose. You know, that you're naturally gifted. You've got to have that desire to yeah. to want to to go yeah. to the next Move level, on, haven't yeah. you? And I wonder some because you know there's a lot of people we've mentioned in different podcasts, and you look back and you think, I wonder if they if they would have really mm. had a go in 
really wanted it, you know. And and we've had a couple in here who have said, well, we had Dave Whiffle a few months ago on, on a yeah, podcast. I did. And Dave said he, he didn't, he wasn't really in love with football. <coughs> no. And for all the levels he hit, it's surprising, do you know? Because mm. he was at Man City yeah. and played a great career in Hong Kong. And, you know, when he said that, I thought, oh, he didn't come across that. But I thought he'd always, mm. you, to play that and travel and do it, you had to love it. Yeah. Which we do. Yeah, yeah. We? Well, that's but, why you're um, here talking yeah, about it. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. So. And yeah. it does give you friends for life and it gives you yeah. memories for life as well. And, and, um, and, and I think for kids as well, especially, it, it, it gives you a base for life as well around your values and, and your morals and you know, helping other people out. But, in, in, but similar to what you said about your dad dying mm, young, because yeah. Johnny Goyford, the mm. same thing. And he said he was helped out by having his football. Yeah, yeah. You know, just having a group well, of a release, people. Yeah. Yeah, a yeah. group of people. Yeah. And, you know, and, and I can think what that must have mm. done a kid at 13 14 like yourself yeah. you know to go from b- being a you know the most important thing in your life to that not being yeah. there and it shapes you mm. it got a shape like you said you might have gone off and been a bit of a idiot but you know but it, it, even to the point they where where you know you, you mentioned sort of taking people from back glenn fulbrook i think down down uh, to, to the high, high, high yeah. region well i can remember my dad in a few like uh Roy Vincent's dad building that. Yeah. Um, in, in Collinville, and people yeah. sort of building that in the original one. Yeah. Obviously, it's far greater now. But um, yeah, so so yeah, it, it, I think it 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 shapes you for for life, doesn't yeah. it? I think football or, or any sport really. In in you know in, in I'm sure we can all look back at, at people that ran foot, sort of boys football teams and took the time to do that, or a school teacher that took a bit of bit yeah. of an interest in not in that way, but to you know. Looks yeah, after you, yeah. Um, to uh, that shapes your life in, in um, yeah, definitely. But yeah, so it, go, it, it goes back to what you were saying as well about about communities. You know, mm. you, about the Clandown community, the High Ridge yeah. community. You know, it, it, that's being lost, in my yeah. opinion. Mm. Um, well, I, th- I think if you go back to the High Ridge days, I, I mean, I can remember walking back from from, uh, and I won't say who they were, but I can. So from Bemby Down Boys Club, used to jump over the gate of Bemby Down Senior School, and there, used to, there was a, a brand new uh, science block. Yeah. Um, down sort of by the playing field to sort of walk across there because it's ten minutes quicker going that way. And a couple of lads, were well, four lads, a year or two years old, and they were up nicking the lead off the roof <laughs> but you know, we so think we were we yeah. went in the classroom nicked the lead we nicked the lead out the pencils <laughs> but but you know there, there was an unwritten yeah. rule you know they jumped off and took one of them no two of them sort of lived in the same street as me or same college sack as I was in um, but you'd never you, you'd never tell but you also knew they you know you, although it was like that you you um you could leave your back door open because they, they, they wouldn't do it on their own doorstep. No, yeah, um, and they'd look after you. If you were ever in trouble, they'd look after you in, in um, as you say, that community in, in, yeah, you see it throughout football, I think. So anyway, Terry Gillard then takes over manager, Mike Brimble, Bernie Williams, unfortunately, had a bad back in, in sort of... Terry come back as manager because yeah. he was manager before yeah. Colsey and... Yeah. Eric and all that, mm. yeah. So, so Terry came in again. What a lovely bloke he, he was. We've too. had him on the podcast. Terry Gillard. So Eric was playing it yeah. at the time in uh, Bob Andrews and, and um, but any, anyway, so 
the whole front like Colin Cody goes goes to Cleveland um, Burnley couldn't play because of his back Terry Woodward went and played rugby for Old Reds because he's a good rugby player as well and Mike Brimble's moved somewhere in, in, in the country so, we had, so we've had the best front line I think in, in the Bristol area for the Western League and we turn up pre-season training the year and if so if there's two people you could name that weren't Terry Gillard type players we ended up with them up front and I can always remember one of the locals. Who was it? Well, I'll tell you what. So, so, <laughs> I'm so, excited. <laughs> John Paul was, the, was, was, was yep. there in. in, in uh, he said, Go, he said, We had a fantastic front line last year. He said, This year we've got Wham up front. <laughs> and it was Steve Whitemore and Steve Gregson. <laughs> <laughs> so he had the bleach blonde hair in it. He got thirsty. They were both really Gregson. good players. Yeah, yeah, but he said, Yeah, we got Wham up front. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, and John Paul's still on the committee with um, the Western League, isn't he? Is he? Yeah, he's one. Of, he's one of their their top boys. Right. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. he, he followed Terry Dan Porton, didn't he? Yeah. Um, which I ended up playing for as well. So, so yeah, I, I had a couple of years at Portway Bristol, a couple of years at Cl- two and a half years at Clandon, I think. Um, and then I had a phone call out of the blue from Tom Stanton. Remember him? Yeah, ex Liverpool, Tommy, who was manager at Cleveland, and oh, we played him a couple of weeks before, and he, those days didn't have mobile, so he'd get get a house number from somebody and uh, offered me a bit more, quite a bit more money to go down there, and in so I, I unfortunately went down there. Didn't, didn't want to leave. Didn't well, I didn't really want to leave Clandown because I no. love, but yeah. Clandown. Probably it, it had their best years in the Western League at that time, it, mm. and that's not being yeah. sort of disrespectful to the people that followed. But you think he was playing there in, in the lights of Goatley in, in Brimboy, the, you know, in the prime. They were a real good team. Yeah. Um, yeah. So so I went 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 to Cleveland. Then I think within six weeks of me going there, Tom got moved or got dismissed and we ended up with Derek Robbins in and then we ended up with all the oldest transport boys, you know, that video with them, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. So the breakers and the Chris Curitans in in um they all they all sort of uh, came down there and we had, we had a real good team and again we we we, we should have done better. Um I think then you know with what we had we, we started on a good run in the FA Vars but probably the Derek I mean, Derek was a lovely, lovely bloke but he Sometimes get it wrong and it's sort of tactical. Like we, we, we ended, I think we played the last sixteen in 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 the FA Vars. In he decided to rest some because we had a had a league game on a Tuesday against <laughs> sort of Biddeford or something. And we're all saying, well, we get the Wembley here and, and because it, in the, you know, early eighties, it it wouldn't the sort of big deal it is now. Like Almondsbury Greenway being there in seventy eight, seventy nine, yeah. but. You know, it, it wasn't the massive tournament that yeah. it became when Tibetuna or Taunton would go in there every year. It, it, it was still something a, yeah. a bit unknown. Um, and we ended up losing to Torrington 2-1 in, in uh, yeah, he's, he's played, anyway. Could have been. Yeah, it could have been in, in uh, Chris Shorten was, was fuming. What a player he was, Chris yeah. Shorten. Obviously played for Minehead in, in well, centre back, wasn't he? He's a centre forward when he went to Minehead yeah, and, I, and I, dropped back. Yeah, because I played against yeah. Cleveton, he was a centre back then. Yeah, it would have been, yeah, yeah, when we played in that final, yeah. Because that's his son, isn't it, Jamie? Yeah, yeah. And he's a we, little, little player up front, yeah. isn't he? And he was big in. Well, but he used to come in. in it, you know, Jamie used to come and sort of kick a ball at half time, like, like we all did when we mm. were kids. You know, you go and follow the local team and kick the ball in. 
He had a good career, didn't he, Jamie? Go on. Mm. Yeah, he's still go. playing in his 40s, yeah. isn't he? 30, 38, 39. Yeah. Yeah. Fair play. Yeah. So, um, and again, Richard was there in... in um, so I, I, Pete Brimble. Yeah, Pete Brimble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and Richard was there, and I, and I used to have the argument with Richard, who he let you believe he was a good player, wouldn't he? Yeah. <laughs> you don't think he was then, Dan? Well, I, I said to him, after he'd been on air, I said, well... Richard, if I think back to all the players, and I was, you know, I, I wasn't a very good player, but I played with very good players. Uh, I was blessed in, in, I said, think about it, Richard, you're not even in my top 10 left backs. <laughs> <laughs> I said, well, you think Andy Diamond, Bobby Parrott, Phil Brake played there for a time, Grantly, I played with at Porton. <laughs> Not even top ten. Oh, I love that. <laughs> At least in the Brimbles, you'd be in them top four, wouldn't you? <laughs> uh, so he want to come back. On that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Richo was always, uh, and, he, and he did it when he was assistant manager at Briz. He, 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 it was all, whose fault was that then? And it'd be Richo. That was like your Blake. Oh, was that? Come on, <laughs> <laughs> whose fault was that? Um, yeah. So so uh, I get and I got. I think there's a couple of times when I've been playing football. I didn't have a football career. I played football socially, um, where I've, I've been on it. I've, you know, I've realised I needed to get fit. Portway Bristol Bull would have been one of those occasions. Clandang would have been one of those occasions for a, a period. Um, and definitely when I was down at Clevedon, I, I got really fit. I, 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 you know, we had a real good team. Uh, Greg Steele playing at the time. And, so we had that, and, and all the names we've already said. And I did the cruise ship down at Biddeford um, and Nigel Manhanek, I think somebody mentioned him previously. That, so he, he went on, he played for Biddeford, then he played for Plymouth for a couple of hundred games, then went back to Biddeford. Um, but I stretched into a challenge. I didn't know what I'd done. Um, and they had a, Cleveland had a physio called Les Scapins. Don't know if you're a man. He reckons he, he works at Spurs when Bill Nixon was there and blah, blah, blah. But anyway, he'd just been, the club had just bought him um, one of these ultrasound things. So I'm his guinea pig, all right? I, I, you know, my knee's out there. I've not had it diagnosed, but it's right. Okay, get, get on with it. You, you. So every week he's going, after six weeks, it's not getting any better. The, the, the swelling's gone, but it, it's still it's like anything and it's not being diagnosed I'm just well you're a physio you, you must know what you're doing and um, got to a point he's just turning it up every week every Tuesday I said that, that doesn't have hurt that, that, he says uh, took it off I burn marks four <laughs> <laughs> burn marks where he'd attack so the old just was burning <laughs> he said we'll give it a rest for a few weeks then we'll come back and I, I ended up not playing the rest of the season um, and then obviously when out of mind's eye you, you know things move on mm-hmm. Derek, Derek Robbins got, got sacked or the, the old faces went in it was a new team in um, and a new manager so but I wasn't fit enough to play at the, at the start of the next season anyway I couldn't do pre-season yeah. I was still recovering um, I, started, I played a few games for uh, Dave Fear at Old G's and Clive Hall uh, which is a laugh um, and then I got got a phone call from Steve George asking, do you want to come and play 
for Bath City Reserves. You need, you know, because at the time it's YTS, in so the reserves full of YTS players, and he wanted a couple of experienced guys in. And I, I'd met there a couple of times. So the three sort of overage players really were were Steve George, who pretended he wasn't overage, but I'll, I'll tell you that in a second. <laughs> then Rich George's brother, who's, who's a proper player, and he's been mentioned on there a few times, and me. So me, me and Steve would play centre-backs in, in Rich was up on the wing flying um, But Jason Dodds was, was one of the YTS lads Playing then Glenn Fulbrook, Darren Tilly So I think Duncan Fear might have been YTS as well, was he? Or have I he, was there, he was there, he was there But yeah, so real young team that Glenn Fulbrook is Gary Fulbrook Gary, Gary, sorry yeah, that's right. No, I think he might be the lead singer in Sweden <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Glenn Fulbrook He's had a good career there Sorry, sorry Gary Um but yeah, so we had a real good team, and it, it and there, what what a lovely, lovely man. And, and I know he sort of we we ended up playing for him a bit later in in the vets, vets and yeah. I had the crack there. But uh, yeah, he, he, you know, he, it it was enjoyable. But but he he knew his stuff about football, and we played. We went Warminster away, and, and he sort of. Recent team out, and I think Jason Dodds may, may have been on the bench for you guys or something like that. He says, uh, Well, I've got to play two at the back today. <laughs> what? Breathe. What? <laughs> We're playing Warminster. Yeah, we play two at the back. We're good enough. They're shit. Um, <laughs> you know, we'll get more goals in there. Georgie, so Steve George, me, um, and Dan, just go man for man at the back. And that's what we did. And we, we, we won 7 1. Yeah, yeah, it, but he, he had faith in what we did. But he was mad in that in in that way. Um, he didn't have full stop, would he? Yeah, uh, but yeah, one of the nicest people I've ever met. In, in the funniest, one of the Funny. funniest people. Um, and then we're, we're coming home from one game in in. So, I I'd had a couple of good games at home midweek in in. Bobby Jones was the man. So Bobby Jones um, came and spoke to me in the chain. How old are you? I said, oh, I'm 25. I said, I'm 25. And he said that. I think he thought I was a bit old to sort of teach me what I needed to know to sort of be sub for you lot occasionally if you were struggling or something. So he dismissed that. So um, anyway, we're, we're in the car, it, it, it sort of going go to a game. And uh, they says to Steve Joyce, says, uh, and he'd been 24 at the time, if I'm 25. How old are you then, Georgie? Because we're better than mine. Everybody else in the team is 17, 18. He says, uh, 20. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> so, so he went from being one year younger than me to about five years. But, um, yeah, he got away with it. In, uh, <laughs> but he thought he might get a chance. Eh? Yeah. Um, so I played until the end of the season with, with uh, Deo. I think he, he didn't carry on with that, I don't think. Um so then I had a phone call from Carl. Did he scrap it afterwards? Yeah, possibly. Did Bob take over for a bit? I think he did go and play at Radstock. Yeah, Radstock. We used to play at Twerton Park, but I think because the Rovers came, yeah, yeah, you're right. I think pitch went available. We went at the Radstock, and then it becomes an expense rather than yeah. Bob Boyd, the team of YTS kids and stuff. A bloke called Bryn Hawkins. He was yeah, I know Bryn. Yeah, yeah, he had contacts out there. Yeah, nice bloke, Bryn. Yeah, he was lovely bloke. Um, so Colsey phoned me up out of blue and he, he'd just taken over it uh, Welton Rovers um, so I went down there I took Steve George and uh, Richard with me uh, only the first division um, but we won the league uh, for a year um, 
had a good team. Simon Culliford, who you'd have played with yeah. for Somerset. Um, Fullback. Yeah, he was left back, I was right back. We yeah. both scored more than 10 goals. We were bombing on. Yeah, and, good uh, players, then Rich George up front. Lad called Simon White, who'd been at Yeovil, yeah. you, yeah. you may know. Um, Oh, and Eric still playing. Uh, back mighty by then. Uh, still, still sort of playing alongside the centre half. In, in we had, had a good team. And it was just when Tiverton were becoming like yeah. the Rogers brothers had gone there, and they all of a sudden they're, they're a good team. And, but we we beat them to the league. Um, got promoted, but typical Colsey. What oh, won the league? He knew it was going to be tough with the wage bill. We had it well to sort of compete in in the. In the Premier Division, so he he, he sort of uh, stepped aside. In Steve Fay became manager. Um, I think Steve Slocum came. He, he came and played it. But the problem was, uh, a lot of players sort of left because Steve had left, mm. uh, like Simon White's and in Colourfords because they were Dan Glassbury and used to get a lift with him mm. up, up to the game. So, um, so. Poor old Steve Fay, I think it was his first job, well it was his first job in the Western League, um, and apart from me and two, I think ADRB would have still been there, Colin Brain, um, he had to go and get an entirely new team, team in yeah. a, a different level, and um, and I, I jumped ship as well, I could see, because they got relegated that year, so I could see the way it was going, so <clears throat> Terry Gillard was then the manager at Porton, and he tapped me up the year before we we played Porton in, in in a cup game, and he put some days in for me. And he's sort of in in the even post our best right back in the in the Western League. Blah blah. I'm playing the field. No, no, well, well, no. By now, I was playing playing at the back in in. Um, so I'd sort of, sort of I can't remember what I spoke to, but I ended up at Porton anyway in in uh, with Terry. Um, uh, again, loved him the bits. We had a good team. Phil Barton came. He, he's, I don't know if you were putting players his way, but we had Mark Taylor, yeah, um, who, who, who was at Bath in yeah, right back in. Uh, where Craig Arden, Kim Metcalf was playing. So we, we had, had a sort of old grizzly sort of team, in, uh, which is good. And then Terry gave up, and I speak to him. He said, oh, Do you know a good manager? I said, um, Why don't you get Graham Day down here? So. So like, Graham Day comes in as manager. <laughs> Lovely Graham. You, I, I, I think Grant, you may have touched on this. So we're flying. FA Vars were flying. FA Cup. So probably my claim to fame, we played Radstock, Radstock Rovers in the second preliminary round of, of the FA Cup or qualifying round. I got a hat trick penalty, scored a hat trick penalties. Back heel then? And. Uh, <laughs> And so and anyway, we, but we played eight league games and we lost eight. Under Dale. Under Dale. We're playing <laughs> lovely football, but but it, it like it was a bit like uh, the film Kez. It, like he, he put the ball down on a Tuesday night. And said right, I want us to ping a ball out there. He's got to whip it in there. You've got to come in and you've got to sort of do a scissor kick and put it in that corner. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we, yeah, we weren't good enough to do any of that. So, so he, he'd get frustrated, and, and some of the players couldn't do what he was asking. I, I thought he was unlucky because we were playing great in the, in the cup, but getting no luck at all in the league. But we played eight, lost eight, and he gets a sack. Didn't he? Oh. Um, so, yeah. So, so, so good recommendation anyway, then. I, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I told you I had a hell of a crack when he was out. Yeah, he so, was. Which more important? So. Um, 
then Steve Gay came in with Pete McIlvenny in, in um, turned it around and then the year after which would have been Grant's last season before he, he came to Bath um, we ended up with a proper we, we had um, keeper was it Forest Green Glenn Thomas 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 Glenn Thomas and goal yeah. we have me right back Paul Chambers ex Plymouth uh, Greg Taylor yeah. who played for the Rovers and Grantley that's our that's our back five for about first 30 games and we conceded nine goals 30 games and we were flying in in, in the FA Vars um, the only problem we had Pete Hayes came and played I think he, he just left Bath or, or something uh, he came and played three or four games and he made a difference for us um, but I think he got offered more money down at Western so he, he's obviously gone there Dave Wiltshire came in and all we were missing to, to win the Western League in or go and win the Vars or something like that we, we needed somebody of their calibre in midfield because we had Steve Tubby in there who's brilliant um, but we need somebody that was a bit class and wanted the ball in, in could mm. control the game um, and we needed a goal scorer uh, and we, you know, we we had, we had two great wingers. Should have got Pete Rimble. <laughs> but none of his brothers would come, so I didn't, didn't think of asking him. Um, but we had Lee Gold on one wing, yeah, good Stuart Mine on the other, yeah. And but we did have, we, we had Greggy in, in, we had uh, Woodman who, from Hengrove. Sean, was it Sean Stewart? Stewart. Yeah. Both good players, but for, to win the league, yeah. you, you need somebody getting 20, 30 goals in, and we didn't have Was Gossie there then? Johnny, Go, Johnny, oh, what a gentleman he is, isn't it? What lovely, yeah. lovely boat. So, so me and Grant is playing, playing for the county with Gossie, and um, it was brilliant. And, and, it, and we ended up uh, last 16, and we had Yedding, who became part of Hayes and Yedding, yeah. and they won the Vars that year, that year. We drew one, but what happened is I got sent off in the league game. The only time I got sent off in the West League, that was. Although I got sent off playing with you for some so. And and um, Grantley had obviously picked up a few bookings along the way. And so we drew at home with them after extra time one or yedding. Um, because we were playing for Somerset and it was the FA bars and we were representing Somerset in, in the FA bar. Somerset at FA put mine and Grantley's suspensions back to the, to the Monday after the last 16 only given us two weeks thinking well we'll be alright for the next round if we get through we had a replay on the Wednesday Paul Chambers fractured his cheekbone Glenn Thomas had done something to his thumb so we only had Greg Taylor in the, at the original back five and played brilliant up there should have won but ended up losing 2-1 they went, and went on and won it um, but that's probably the best back five Back four, I never played in. I'm Grant, he was great, he's still a bit like Green, but he's a great player. But a two cent Paul Chambers, what a player he was. And I know you're an Everton fan. The reason he was, I think you were asking on here, what was he doing playing for Portland Rovers? Well, he was the son in law of Colin Harvey. Was he? And Colin Harvey had a pub, um, so he used to be manager of Plymouth, Colin Harvey. And yeah. he, he, he had a pub. Just off the triangle, up in up in Clifton. Oh, right. And Paul Chambers came up with with Colin's daughter and worked in the pub. In yeah. there you go. Um, yeah. Really so, 
so yeah, so we had a great team, but then Paul didn't play again. Grandly came, what was it, about eight o'clock? Oh, sorry, boys. Um, do you want to get takeaway? <laughs> so, um, you're only halfway through his fucking Yeah, so anyway, that, that's the football. Um, so, yeah, so, so uh, all of a sudden we, 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 you know, we've lots, as soon as we got knocked out of the, the Vars, Chambers didn't play again because cheekbone. Um, Glenn Thomas went to Forest Green. Um, yeah, and all of a sudden we haven't got a team in, in uh, which is a shame really. And then the following season we had a, had a good team. Um, but then, so in all this time, my knee's not being diagnosed. It is, is an ACL injury. And so the following year I had a really good pre season, got really fit, um, and I got injured last pre season game. We were playing Gloucester at home went up for a ball and sort of landed and you know instantly there's something wrong it's the other leg yeah leg. Um, in fairness John Paul said no I think it's something major he took me to this sort of professional bit like Alex Lockhart but out in Bath somewhere in um, until I've done your cruise yet. he said let me have a look at your abdomen he said have you ever had injured he said I think you've done that knee as well um, so he put me in touch with a surgeon up at the Glen in, in, in Bristol who was, at the time was doing all the sort of pro rugby players and footballers in um, Welsh guy uh, so it's been back in 1992 when he did, did his examination the DMRS he said you've done them both he said no, he said, I can operate but it's, you know, do both knees A I wouldn't recommend having them done at the same time so that's two years out, out, out your life in yeah. can you afford that and can you afford the operation important we're playing part of it but obviously not all of it and, um, so I said well no he said well if I clean it all up and he said you've got good bone structure and your muscles as long as you get your muscle back where it is you, you should should be alright he said but you're 31, 32 I won't worry about it you know it's not your, not your career and it's not your livelihood so get on with it so so I so I said, well, actually, so Paul said, my dad, Terry Goodall, wants, wants a bar again. He said, so can you make it any cheaper? So I, I went and see the surgeon. Can you make it any cheaper? He said, um, well, I could do it under a local anaesthetic. I said, well, what? <laughs> he said, well, he said, that's over about a £1,000. I don't get a, don't have to get an anaesthetist in or anything. I don't fancy that. He said, um, he said well, I could do it at St Mary's Hospital uh, up in Clifton. I said, well, why is that cheaper in the Glen? Well, all the ancillary staff are nuns. Yeah. All right, okay, well, let's do that then. So I'd, I'd go in on a Wednesday from the operation and I think he, he cleaned both knees up. It's all right, because by the Saturday I'm in wedges on, on my crutches, so. <laughs> and Corn Street, so, uh, so I've had my operation about three o'clock in the afternoon, a couple of hours to do both knees. I'm in, in, I don't know it, but I'm in the recovery room, which is obviously very sterile and bright lights and whatnot. So as I'm sort of suddenly, you had an operation, so as, as I'm sort of semi-conscious waking up, all I can hear is these nuns singing. I think I've died. We love you, Duncan. No, no, we do. The chapel's <laughs> under the recovery room. So I'm sort of suddenly coming round, and all I can hear is these nuns singing hymns, and I think I've, I think I've died. So I, I can't remember it, but I sat bolt upright and said, I don't want to effing die. I don't oh, want God. And a nurse came and sort of pushed me back. It's all right, it's all right Mr. Atkinson, you're not dying. <laughs> that is weird, though, isn't it? Oh. So, uh, yeah, it's about six, seven o'clock. So so 
Anyway, so then I didn't play for about eight or nine months. Oh, I thought you were going to say I got up, played midweek, scored four <laughs> no, minutes. No, 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 it's never that good. Uh, and so, yeah, so I was out, out for the rest of the season and then started getting a little bit fit locally. Don't worry, it's another 10 base. <laughs> That's right, I've given a bridge version. So, um, and so, and the audience, sorry, so, and ended up going uh, down to Taunton, playing down there. Um, so, Paul West and Damon Palfrey were just coming Good through. Uh, Keith Bowker was a manager, and we had a good side. But um, the problem I had at that time, I couldn't train. If I trained, my knee would flare up, you know, I'd get loads, loads of sort of swelling, and I wouldn't be able to play the weekend. So, I ended up sort of a, playing 60 minutes or being sub, 60 minutes of sub. Um, so I was out with Richard and he said, oh, do you, I said, oh, I've got a packed tournament. And he said, well, do you want to come out and play for Brits? And, and so I, I, I said, well, yeah, I'll give it a go. And, so yeah. who's the manager then, Apache? Uh, yeah, I yeah, didn't really get on with Apache, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, didn't, didn't uh, I don't know if I'd say it. But I, yeah, I didn't think, I, I thought personally that, that Apache, um, no, yeah, you say what you love well, I like Pache, but he's a lovely player. Yeah, yeah I, he's an alright manager. But I, yeah, I, I think that there's people in life where it's all about them, and there's people in life that help others. And, and I thought anything, anything good that came out of, uh, and out of Briz was about him. But there's a load of people in the background, like Bob Parrots, Phil Brakes, and um, Richo as well. Rich, like he'd ridicule. Richo at halftime. Oh, what do you think? What do you think how the game's going? What do, you, what do you think we should do? And it'd be, well, that's a load of rubbish. And and you know, certain people find that funny. I but did. yeah, but he, <laughs> but he's either your assistant manager, he's yeah. not. Um, and I, I <laughs> given that Apache sort of finished playing football because he had a crucial injury and I'd, I'd explain to him look I can't tr really train I can come up and, you know can talk in taxes something like that but I can't really train during the week and I, I'd need a certain amount of games before I get the match fitness obviously and, and that was alright for a time but then you know he didn't even speak to me and say oh well no, I, I think I, I need to do this or I need to do that and um it all came to a head down at Barnstable. My mum had just died. <laughs> uh, my mum had died. That's not, that's not, fun. that's not yeah. a funny bit. So my mum had died, and um, wrongly, I, I went and played the weekend after we played down at Barnstable, and we got robbed again. But we got robbed, sort of. They, they got given a goal in injury time. We'd gone at the other end, scored, and disallowed it. So I, I didn't remember all this. I can't remember so, already any well, games. because it stained the rest of my life. So... so, so <laughs> I, he's, I, he's now stood up demoing. Demoing, yeah. All right. No, so, no for those of you that can't see it, <laughs> so so you go in the sort of Barnsford tunnel, and you've got the home home dressing room on 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 the left, away dressing room on the right, and, and the referees in front of you. So I've gone in fuming, and we we've been defending closest to the to the chamber. I've gone in fuming, got the tray of tea gone out in, in a tunnel and thrown it at the officials. You have? Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> instantly I regretted it. Um, not, you know, that's not part of my nature or anything like that, but I, I think things, circumstances mm, just yeah. led to that um, and the frustration and stuff. So, so immediately, Patchy on the way home said, well, you'll get Sonny Dye for that. I said, well, possibly. He said, oh, I can't pick you again. 
That's what he said, is it? Yeah. So I thought he was a bit, bit, yeah. I, there, there was no, and he knew my mum had died the week before, and, and you know, there'd been, and again, I, I know, you know, I didn't want him to be my agony aunt or anything like that, but it could have been a bit of understanding and sympathy. Um, so I didn't get cyanotype because obviously, <laughs> having played for Somerset, you, you know, and, and I, you know, I, I immediately sort of wrote to a referee, the linesman, the Barnstable Club, yeah. apologising in, into Briz and that Somerset FL, and it's that a character, regret it from the moment it happened really but once you've done it you can't undo it can you all you can do is apologize um but he still wouldn't speak to me so i, I just just sort of left that and that's that's the last sort of west league football i played um because like i said i was at bridge and I, I got on well with patchy i thought he was a good manager but i mean mm. everyone sees yeah he's surrounded me i i you know, if yeah. i if i had to pick managers i'd i'd say deo for the fun yeah um uh, I think Bobby George for being uh, sounds a bit better this time. Bobby yeah, George. Of his, I was going to say that, but a bit blase. But it, he definitely was in in terms of fitness and tactics, yeah. in and also what he taught me because he was a midfield player and he you know he, he was a really good player and he you know, he he told me to do certain things at certain times in in uh, helped me a lot. But then it was the also an important time of your life as well, wasn't it? Were you yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, um, yeah, so I no, no regrets about Western League. Loved it, um, but loved loved as much sort of going down Corn Street or, or the Port House or Wedges or wherever it may be, and you know, seeing you boys down there. And uh, me and Richo were, were fixtures down there as well, weren't we? And, yeah. And um, you know, being part of, of the fun that you guys had in in. Um, and, and yeah, you, I, I, at Bath, I thought you had something special. I, I know I only played reserves for a year, but I knew quite a few guys personally. In, in obviously knew uh, Stinger, um, Graham Withy, in, in uh, Grantley, in, in a few of the other guys. And in, in so, you know, it, it was nice to see you just do yeah. well. And I, you know, we'd always come out and watch you in, in like when you played Stoke and the replay and stuff like that. And it, you know. It, you're representing the, the, all the non-league players in, in, yeah. in the Bristol area, really, weren't you? Well, we got we got to just move this on to probably on, sorry. the highlight of your career, really. Old Georgians, because you were a bit of a cricketer as well, weren't you? <laughs> the old Georgians Cricket Club had a football team. They did, yeah. Tell us a bit about that, because um, there's a few characters in that as well. There's a lot, of, yeah. I, we, we started off it, um, I think it's when, when I was injured. Um, and the the being muted that you know we we had players in did you play in any of the charity games, Dave? That they did, but no. we had players of varying degrees. So you're oh, there. Did we play down Timsbury once, didn't we? Down there, yeah. That was a, when Heisel was on, wasn't it? Yeah. When it all the oh, yeah, eight, 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 eight years, eight, yeah. five, yeah. yeah. Um, we was playing down there, weren't we? But but you know they, we play a couple of charity games between Glenside in in all Georgians cricketers and in so anyway we started the team and it and it was good fun real good fun um we have people like Martin May who, who you know, would shut up in real real funny uh Stinger would play but Stinger started playing in that and then every other season Rico would would Signing for Bath, and he wouldn't play on a Sunday because he wouldn't allow to play on Sunday, so we lost him. So, um, <laughs> but there weren't many players you signed for a Maudry's cricket, so so we had Sam Ellis. But but I got Dale involved as well. In in, in Rico would come and have a game, and Palmsy, and um, 
and, and we sort of went up through leagues and, and won the cup in the league and stuff like that but real good which then became the vets really and you know I'd, I'd, I'd seen the, um, I think it was Frampton when the first local team to have a team in that FA Vars uh, yeah. FA's vets uh, cup um, so we put a team in start with we had uh, yourself Palmsy Sing, Singy played um, and then sort of me and six others from all G's crickets really and, and we weren't good and I always remember going up to uh, we went up I think we, we got through the regional stuff and we played up in remember Sinbad up in Birmingham yeah. and and typical Deo he's on he's on the line giving it wah, 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 wah. <laughs> and uh, this this bloke or well, he looked or his nails and he sort of ran over down there and he wet itself <laughs> anyway we lost that there and it became obvious if, if we wanted to be if we wanted to take it sort of seriously we needed a few more players so uh, we got a few in and the following year we got in the final didn't we at, at Russian and Diamond got beat by a very good team from Liverpool I think you knew most of their team from Altrincham and Runcorn and but, yeah, McKenna. Um, but we we probably we played Singy or Deo played because I was assistant manager but didn't get you know I'd, I'd go and speak to Rick fancy a game or go, go and speak with, but Deo would, would on one game he, for, he didn't pick me because he forgot I was there while I stood next to him <laughs> <laughs> but he we had Pete Higgins, didn't we? Now, Pete Higgins was a far better player than I could ever have been in my life. Played for the Rovers and what have you. But when we were playing the Vets football, well, he was about 94. But yeah. because he was an ex-Rovers player, Dale was blinded by him. Yeah. Um, and, and, and he probably cost us that final, didn't he? <laughs> Don't you think? <laughs> Very but, controversial. <laughs> but each season, we, we had another season um, where, where we had a good run, and then we got the semi final. You played that game, I think, where we had you, Andy Parrott, Martin Grimshaw, yeah. um, Stevie Miles on, on the right, uh, Gilly in the middle. So we had a proper proper team, and I thought we were on four. I thought the referee did, did us that game because Andy Parrott went through. Uh, a couple of times got brought down in, in those days. I think I remember it though. <laughs> no, in that days, that should have been the same yeah. option yeah. um, it, it, for a last man, but, but we got knocked yeah. out and then it, you know, yeah, that, that was it then, and then moved away. Um, so you moved away from Bristol? Mm. With work in. For how long have uh, you been away? Uh, 24 years now. That's in Kent. Yes. Like a bleep back. Yeah, so I uh, went down there, carried on playing football for a bit. Uh, then I got a job. Uh, I was working for Tesco at the time. I was in sort of logistics. Uh, they asked me to go and run the site up in Cheshire, um, which was great because it, it sort of got a Liverpool fan. And in, in. I got offered a season ticket, so I started going to games in... Um, and, and they give them away out there, do they? Mm. No, no, okay, no, no I pay for it. Um, <laughs> no, the waiting list as long as you're on for, for both clubs like that. But yeah, I'd, so I've been Champions League finals. I've been he was been, on the plane, weren't you? Said. You know, yeah, I, I so 2009. I'm a good friend of mine that, that um, I'd worked with, uh, he knew Kenny Dalglish in. in um, so we got invited to go on the players' plane to Real Madrid. Um, sure. So we were sat in the back half of the plane. So they're all chartered, the Champions League mm. planes, and, and they put the club name on and logo on it and stuff like that. Um, 
but I went to Spain, didn't even have to show my passport. Um, oh, but at the time, they, they had uh, Torres and Gerald were at the top, but both of them were unfit away. And that's probably the best week of my life because we, we went over there on the plane, 1-1-0 in the Birnbao. Uh, ben Ayum scored with a little letter from, from a free kick. Um, and then at home, we beat him 4-0. I don't know if you can remember that. Gerald got to Torres. He's Evertonian. He don't remember no. that. <laughs> when I mentioned Europe, he glazed over. <laughs> but, um, Beautiful Costas, Europe. Yeah, so... Uh, and then we beat Man United away 4-1 uh, mm-hmm. on the weekend in, in between. So, yeah, it's a real good time. But um, And then I, I got invited to some golf do's in, in, um, with, with Dog Leash in... in Nice. and stuff like that so we met a load of the current players ex-players and, and stuff like that so that's good I, I probably the funniest uh, one would be uh, we played up at Loch Lomond with, with Kenny um, for his wife who had breast cancer so they, they run a charity for in, raise money for all the cancer equipment um, and a cancer ward in, in, in Liverpool um, so you'd have a couple of dudes every year raise, raise a fortune like the the auction prizes would be Ferraris and stuff like that to people yeah. who donated. Um, I remember once I, I came, I'm not very good at golf, but I came within about, and don't work on on, on the podcast, but I came with about a foot of a hole in one where a Range Rover was the prize. Can for you kick it in when you walked out? People were watching. Yeah. And I'm a mess. But, <laughs> yeah. uh, but um, so we're playing with, you, you get given, a, there'd be three of you, and you get a, a, an ex-pro or a celebrity to go, and we had Jamie Redknapp, lovely, lovely guy. And we're talking, and you're drinking with him every night. I, I got a bollocking off Marina Dogleys because I stayed up with Kenny until four in the morning. We were on whiskey, and he couldn't get up in the morning for the golf. Yeah. And she came down, who's been drinking with Kenny? But anyway, so we're playing with him, lovely, lovely guy. He said, um, you go index bump to uh, and Steve Steve Gerald was just launching his uh, being back 2012 just launching his foundation mm-hmm. um, for underprivileged kids in, in Liverpool and he d- does a lot of good work you know I, I think some of these real big stars it never gets told all the good stuff they do in, in uh, around the city and what have you so he does that and he does sort of uh, food banks for um the homeless people but anyway so so <laughs> sorry to so the listeners you told me to slap you if you were wobbling so anyway I said yeah, yeah it's, it's all sick so three weeks later I'm in Gatwick so my mates are going from, from Cheshire Liverpool uh, so they're flying from Manchester I'm flying from Gatwick on my own out, out, out the Faroe airport and getting picked up to go to golf at Quinta de Laga uh, for a week and uh, so I'm there and there's this hive of activity coming through the terminal and, and I'm, I'm sat at the top of the, the escalator having a coffee minding my own business and croissant and a coffee before I got on the flight and I dunk and it's Jamie Redknapp and I look yeah. up and it's Jamie Redknapp and Louise you know because this is 12 yeah. years ago when, yeah. when he was still married so it's uh, alright if we come and sit with you yeah. <laughs> uh, Louise, that's Louise. a good celebrity shape don't you like that this is Duncan remember we were talking about when, when we were up in Lock oh, we had, 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 had a great time in so he's even as we got on the plane at, at, at the gate he's changed my seat so I'm sat with him on the way out I couldn't I seriously lovely lovely bloke but it was wall to wall sort of celebrities out, out in uh, out, out in uh, Portugal but we couldn't get rid of him. He, he wanted to play with us in Portugal. He wanted to go out on a night time. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, just give it a rest. 
but they had um, like I, I mean he had uh, he had John and at the time John Bishop was was big yeah. then, so he, he was the 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 MC for yeah. all the events yeah. and the comedian on the night. He had a DJ Spoonie do it sort of for, top, for top the night. so yeah. It was, Top, top, top. Uh, right, we got to push it on because go on I've then. got a beard touching the floor now over there. So go on on. Right, <laughs> so let's just go. We just to go to the last couple of questions. I think that, that's on. all right. And we like to ask our questions. Go on, we can get sorry. Um, <laughs> Why not been answering? Yeah, <laughs> it's too long. Can't one, remember. No, there are. Uh, there we always ask them. Best player you played with. You've mentioned quite a lot. Yeah. Um, I, right. We're not so, about Kenny Dog Leash. Or, no, I didn't play with them. No. Golf, play yeah. golf. Um, so growing up, Pete Ace, Ed and Shoals, Bo, everybody, uh, bloke death. The most talented young kid that when I was I, that would have been Paul McLaughlin when I saw him coming up, and I, I was playing to obviously I played with you and Pete. Uh, I think Bernie Williams could have been a great player, um, and but the person I'm going to pick is Jimmy Jenkins. Yeah. Um, and was that would you play him here? Oh, geez. All G's, but also playing the vets and stuff like right. that. But I played cricket with him in, in, but any sport at all, Jimmy would would just naturally gifted. Yeah, gifted. Yeah, good um, show. So that 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 would be. Uh, I mentioned Stinger as well. Um, <laughs> so Stinger was obviously made the most of everything he had. He was a great player and had a great career. Um, against um, toughest player, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a few. I, Nicky Brooks. Uh, yeah, when he was tough. at Barnes Sport. Yeah. Um, he, he probably, apart from him, I'd say people that were older than me. So Dickie Forbes played for Exeter, played for Biddeford, would, would, was uh, really tough. Alan Hooker played for Bridgewater. Yeah, Alan, yeah. Um, he, he was a real good player. And Bradley Swiggs, who, who uh, lists God. So they, they would be the best mm. or toughest I, I played against. Mm, fair play. Good, some good stories there, Dan. I'll shut up. Played a lot of football. <laughs> the thing is, it's a podcast, so you know, we could go on for days, couldn't yeah. we? Well, you could. But I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but you can, can't you? Keep yeah. talking. It's like we say to people, it's like being in a pub, we're having a chat, we're going all, mm. over our, all our yesterdays, which is brilliant. Yeah. And um, I've, you know, I've, I've, I have enjoyed it, Dan, to be honest. You sure? No, he thinks all great. No, you've done really well there, Dan. Fair play to you. You're, you're, you're up there with Moggy with your stats, I think. <laughs> 2009 in this and that and who scored mm. that goal and, I and I reckon that's a great thing as well three pennies I've never heard of anyone scoring an at-trick of pennies in well, one game on, on, on the back it was it was all over the, the back of the evening poses mm. and the green and stuff like that and it, and the club actually went to um, the FA and said oh has anybody yeah. ever scored a hat-trick of penalties in the FA Cup before yeah. and somebody did it a couple of years ago yeah. but they what, what, what the FA said well act strictly it wasn't an FA Cup game; it was a qualifying game. Hmm. So Still the same count. competition, though, isn't it? Yeah, so but that, that, that's what he said. So just right about the FA. Yeah. yeah. Duncan Atkinson from Painter and Rico winging it. Thanks very much. Thank it's you. Been it's been a been pleasure. Yeah. Cheers, Doug. Thank nice you. to see you, mate. And you.